0: Algar Productions. Algar Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 195 Justice League versus the Fatal Five.
0: Hey, pals, this is it. This is the final thing we're going to review for you. I'm Al. I'm Maggie, and this is the end. Yeah, and then uh, and then it turns out this might not even be canon. Oh,
2: yeah, that was a whole. So we looked up, like, first of all, not a lot of information on this. The uh, DC wiki on this is very bare bones.
0: Yeah, and the uh, just the regular-ass Wikipedia is the same identical information, the same three bullet points. Mm-hmm. So, not much It's so
2: strange to me that in a, in a universe where the three comic uh, websites that still exist mm-hmm. are desperately trying to scrape together any news to write about, um, yeah, this, th- this out, isn't even slightly reported
0: on. This came out in 2019, which mm-hmm. would have been, what, 13 years after the last episode of JLU, and yeah. the first time they did anything in this universe, maybe, uh, and... The final appearance of Kevin Conroy as Batman, which mm-hmm. obviously they didn't know at the time, but he died in 2022 and yeah. he didn't get a chance to do anything in the ensuing years. So, like, it's kind of significant to the D.C.A.U. for those reasons. And yeah, nobody's really said much about it. It's, it's like I guess we're for five all too years busy
2: now. ranking Marvel Universe movies, which is all yeah. nerd sites do anymore. OK. Uh,
0: I'm so tired Al. But um, uh, Bruce Tim himself said, uh, Bruce Timself said (laughs) um, uh, it was intended to be part of the DCAU, and then some stuff changed in uh, production, and maybe there's continuity issues, so it's up to you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. (laughs) You decide. I can't solve this mystery. Can you? Weird. I mean, I guess I got a
2: whole Justice League podcast about it. Yeah.
0: I mean, honestly, as an epilogue, as a one final thing to do, it's not bad. Yeah,
2: it's fine. You know. Nice to check be. in with these guys one last time.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and we got the 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 core voice cast back, if nothing else. Mm. So,
2: so I'm always good. happy to see Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. Why don't you tell us what happens in Justice League versus the Fatal Five?
2: All right. So I got my COVID shot last night. So uh, this may get a little rambly, in which case, apologies. <clears throat> that is
0: just like one of my summaries. It's fine. <laughs>
2: All right, so we open on the, with the return of the Legion of Superheroes, and, huh, well, this seems to be exactly where we saw them last time, desperately rushing to a time sphere so they can go back in time and get help from the Justice League. Do you guys solve all your problems by going back in time? Are you actually the Legion of Lazy Quitters, perhaps? <laughs> They're attacked by three-fifths of the Fatal Five, Robot Two-Face, the Executioner, and Mono, the Kissing Disease. <laughs> Ew. The three of them steal the time sphere and go back to, I don't know, enough time after the last episode of Justice League for Martian Manhunter to have a baby or a, a cousin or something. are <laughs> followed into the past by Starboy, who forgets his brain meds, and baby, I have been there. Ask me about the time we did a live show at Emerald City Comic Con and I left my Prozac in Canada. Actually, don't, because that's just, that's what happened. <laughs> that's the story. Anyway, the time sphere crashes and Starboy falls off, heading out to make a naked trip to the pharmacy. Unfortunately, in the hideous past, healthcare isn't free, and nobody's going to give him his future pills, so instead Batman carts his naked ass off to Arkham. Good job, Bats! That solution solves everything. A year later, we meet Jessica Cruz, the newest Green Lantern of Earth and not thrilled newest member of the Justice League. Uh, she also has severe anxiety, and I guess this episode is just doing a whole mental illness thing, which is great because you could not find a better audience for that than Al and myself. Got that right. At Justice League headquarters, Superman and Mr. Terrific manage to crack open the time sphere after a year, and the Fatal Three comes storming out. Executioner smacks Superman with his amazing superpower, a very sharp axe. Wow, I never be never expected the Man of Steel to be defeated by Sad Dad from The Shining. <laughs> the bad guys escape and begin trying to free their other two members, I Empress and Brain Guy, and they track down Jessica to do it. In, hang on, Portland, Oregon? Mm-hmm. Fuck, that's where I live! And look, there's a Portland, Oregon food truck at a Portland, Oregon parking garage. It's just like home. Look, <laughs> there's a little Maggie taking the bus to work while the Flash grabs her ass. <laughs> anyway, the fight with the Fatal Three is being filmed on TV. Starboy sees it in Arkham and he denakeds himself and heads out. And I guess Portland isn't far from Arkham Asylum, which is great for those of us wanting to be murdered by the Joker, which is I, uh, how I always assumed I'd go out. Anyway, Starboy and the League all arrive. Everyone fights. The five escape. League regroups and takes a telepathic dive into Starboy's brain with Ms. Martian, discovering that the Legion is real, and they sent I, Empress, and Brain Guy into the past to Oa so they could be imprisoned by the Guardians, which is dumb. You can't just bury your problems in the past. You bury your problems in a hole. (laughs) Fatal Five put out an ultimatum to the League. Surrender Jessica so that they can get, get to Oa, or they'll blow up every building on Earth. Even though Wonder Woman literally says that the League doesn't negotiate with terrorists, Jessica still hooks up with the Five, and then they head to space in a bubble. Arriving at Oa, Jessica tries to tip the lanterns off, but that just gets killawog, killed dead, and mm. the rest of the five escapes. Thank God, because describing the five when there was only three of them was making me crazy. Jessica gets buried alive under some rubble while the five head back to Earth so that they can blow up the sun, solving the problem of Earth quite handily. Eventually, Jessica's able to Spider-Man hard enough to lift up the rubble, and then she absolutely wrecks the five because she overcame her trauma or whatever. And also Super Starboy dies trying to stop the sun from exploding. Back in Portland, I sue the Flash for his vast millions and also possession of the cosmic treadmill. Hooray for me! <laughs>
0: <laughs> really, ki- kill a dead and not kill a wog? I that actually might be better. <laughs>
1: uh.
2: K- kill a dead Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Look again. Um, I was I was at the very end of my
0: strength last night. Yeah, look, I, I, I understand. I've been there myself.
2: I was lifting the metaphorical Spider-Man rubble off of uh, off of my body to save Aunt May.
0: Yeah, but Aunt May is your immune system and the medicine is the medicine.
2: Exactly. (laughs) I gotta Um, get the medicine to Aunt May, by which I mean I gotta get me to bed.
0: mm Mm-hmm. Aunt Me. Aunt Me. (laughs) Um so uh let's talk about Portland first because Mm -hmm. you got you got Metropolis, Gotham City, Star City, Central City, and Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Um, and
2: the point where where Batman, as seriously as Batman says anything, goes Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. was uh, that was a big one for me.
0: Yeah, I can like see that. it's not
2: as huge a deal as when anyone goes to Vancouver, which also almost never happens. But uh,
0: not in the cartoon on TV they no. do because it's cheap to shoot there.
2: <laughs> it uh, that is true, but like if I'm reading a comic book and it's like Vancouver got attacked. Mm-hmm. It usually means that, one, they were scraping the bottom of the, b- of the barrel for cities to attack, and also, two, I'm probably reading Alpha Flight, the only place where Canada has things to do.
0: I, d- d- surely Wolverine occasionally goes to Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver or something, right?
2: He usually wanders around in the nondescribed Canadian woods, which is oh. like 80%
0: of the country. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I gotta fight Wendigo or Sabretooth or... That's not uh, what Wolverine sounds like. Yeah. <sighs>
2: Snick Bub.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm whipping X there.
2: I gotta s- defeat I gotta defeat Saber Tooth. I,
0: I picture him sounding like uh Roustauer. And the Windigo. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh fuck, I
2: haven't thought about Zap Rousedower in a while.
0: Uh-huh. Well <laughs> Merry Christmas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so we have taken Bruce Tim up on his challenge and decided yes, this is canon.
2: Yes. Um, that's why it's the last thing we're doing
0: yeah uh, I like this is my good thing I like showing that the Justice League team has evolved I don't mm-hmm. know how much longer it's supposed to be after the finale I don't really care that much but uh, Jean is still retired mm-hmm. um, uh, Shire has gone off to Thanagar and uh, Jon Stewart is off in space fighting things that Green Lanterns fight yes honestly I would have brought him in for a cameo during the Oa stuff but whatever oh yeah um, it's not hard to get, uh, Phil Lamar. No. That dude's in a recording booth 80% of his life.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's certainly in one right now as we're talking.
0: Undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, they added new people to replace them and they clearly put some thought into it. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, we lost one of the women. One of the things we did right was not make this a boys club. So mm-hmm. new Green Lantern is a woman, also yep. a woman of color. She's uh, Latina, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, also voiced by um, uh, Jane from Doom Patrol, Diane Guerrero. Oh,
2: hey, is that's great. awesome. Great.
0: Yeah. Um, I love her. Yeah, same. And she did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you had Miss Martian as well, who I really wanted to like. But one, I thought she they overwrote the teen aspect of her. Oh, yeah, easily. They paired her up with Batman and there's a lot of. Like I, I don't work with children, and she's like, "Really?" And then she morphs into Robin, which I thought was very cute. It's just
2: like, "Okay, but not anymore? Could you maybe not turn into the uh, the, the my
0: oh yeah, my this might be after that thing happened to Joker. Tim, <laughs> you know, I, I, the horrible trauma with the no, because they talk about the Joker like he's still alive, so oh yeah, that's that hasn't true. happened yet. Okay, um, but I wish they had given us like. Maybe a line of dialogue. Like, I don't care that much, but mm. is she Martian Manhunter's daughter? If she, Like you said in your summary, is she also from Mars? Who Who knows?
2: Yeah. I mean, we know for the last episode that Jaune has, like, hooked up with some woman and, you know, good for him. Maybe he's got a daughter now.
0: Well, that's what I assumed is that she's half human but still has all the Martian abilities, which yeah. is fine. Um, we
2: know there's no Martians left because Jean is always sad about that.
0: I mean, look. Batman's always sad about his parents and Superman occasionally remembers that his planet's dead, but you know,
2: it's like, I'm not sad about it, but I don't love it. It doesn't make me happy.
0: Yeah, but I didn't know those people, you know, um,
2: also everything I, time I turn around, there's some Kryptonian trying to like fucking take over earth or be my cousin or
0: whatever. That's a good point. Um, but, uh, I, I still like the idea. Of of Miss Martian. Like, I like yeah. just here's someone who fills the the genre role, but uh, it's completely mm-hmm. different type of character. Also, uh, Mr. Terrific, who was starting to step up as the replacement Jean in the yes. uh, Watchtower, uh, got a much larger role in this, which was fantastic.
2: I was delighted to see that because, like, I-, I mentioned this when we were watching the episodes. I liked that character a lot. It was cool, like, seeing him as the new, like. Yeah. Uh, also guy. a very
0: sort of out of left field choice wouldn't you say like oh absolutely i i'm obviously not as familiar with the comics as you are but i don't know that he's ever loomed particularly like, has he ever had his own solo title for instance
2: oh yeah he's had a couple of solo titles mm, okay. um nothing right. major he's i mainly know him from uh jsa uh yeah, he back just in the feels
0: aughts. he feels like a guy that would be on a team but i yeah. just doesn't seem like his powers don't seem interesting enough to give him like a you know hold but but what do i know um
2: they famously call him like
0: the seventh smartest guy in the world okay i think
2: that's him which is a weird classification
0: i mean the world's got almost 8 billion people so like mm-hmm. that's still pretty good
2: it look it's it's very high but also when you're getting to 7 you're like All right, well
0: it's because you can't, like, you're going to have nerds sing, but Lex Luthor is smarter, but but Bruce Wayne is smarter. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, you know. Yeah, you know how those people are. I do, it's exhausting. And we're occasionally like that, but we try real hard not to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I liked the evolution of the team. Mm-hmm. That was good. I, I really enjoyed that. But um, this kind of ties into your bad thing. Continuity-wise, there's, there's one sort of snag here. <laughs> Well, I'm, here's the thing:
2: everyone in this movie forgets that we've met the Legion twice, the Fatal Five once, and also that Kara went off to live with them at the end of that uh, that last episode. Like, mm-hmm. y- you you didn't need to put this gu- this movie in Justice League continuity, guys. That was your call. You and okay, uh, ma- you, you pump these movies out. We know because we used to review them. They don't have to be in any particular continuity.
0: Now the look of it was very JLU, and mm-hmm. they used a lot of the music cues, and they got like uh, Kevin Conroy, Susan Eisenberg, and uh, George Newbern to do the the three guys. So, like, Mm. uh, regardless of whether you believe it's continuity or not, it sure feels like it is because it It, looks and sounds like the show.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, when each of those guys show up, they play their little theme song. Like, the Justice League shows up, and it's like, Justice League, Justice League.
0: And, well, no, that's Superman. Superman, Mm -hmm. Superman. No, and they give them all, like, their usual, like, like Batman's stopping a guy with a gun, mm-hmm. and I actually I don't remember what his thing was because he had so many things because everybody loves Batman, yeah. But every everybody had like an entrance uh, uh, scene is my point, point. and then Superman mm-hmm. uh, lifted a big heavy thing off someone and just like you know they did the the quintessential like introductions to them, which is yeah. Great. And
2: Batman beat up a naked guy.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. And it's nice, uh, we don't have the bad Embargo anymore, so you could actually go to Arkham and see all yeah. the guys, that was cool.
2: There's a, a cameo by Harley, Poison Ivy, and <laughs> Two-Face, who is like, best friends with Starboy, apparently, which I thought was really cute.
0: So, Two-Face, actually uh, voiced by Bruce Tim. Oh, no kidding! Doing a very uh, uh, serviceable Richard Mall. Like, he didn't sound exactly like, but he played the character v- very much like that guy did and mm-hmm. Bruce Tim famously not a voice actor first so no. like pretty good job dude mm-hmm. didn't take me out of the Richard thing at all still like still
2: alive when this came out
0: uh, he might have been but yeah. regardless maybe they didn't want to pay for him because Fair. it's a, it's a cameo he's there for three lines probably but i just like this this animator didn't embarrass himself you are just like mm-hmm. yeah that's two face that's what two face sounds like yeah which is cool. Um,
2: but back. You're to- my best friend, Starboy.
0: <laughs> Actually, that's probably only half of him. Big bad Harv loves him, but uh, Harvey mm-hmm. hates him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back to your point, like, uh, yes, uh, it is as far as we can tell continuity. But you're right, the Legion has. Well, my thing is, they c- this these guys come from the point in the future before Supergirl shows up. That solves mm-hmm. a bunch of the problems. I don't know why they would do it like that, but... they do. Hey,
2: Look, time travel stuff's always weird. That makes as much sense as anything,
0: you know. And, yes, we have had the Legion twice, but one time they just met Superman when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he may or may not remember that. We were trying to figure that out.
2: So Yeah, I, 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 if I can't remember it, then God knows Superman might not.
0: It's possible that you can make this work, but the, the point is you have to do a bunch of mental gymnastics to get there. And, uh, like you say... They brought it up in the, the final season of the show. Yeah. If you bring it up <clears throat> again, you should maybe mention something about that.
2: Yeah, like, this one's on you guys. hmm Also, it would be interesting to, it would have been interesting to see what Kara has been up to in the future, you know? Yeah.
0: But, or at the very least, you could say, well, she and her uh, Brainiac boyfriend are off fighting whatever, I don't know.
2: Yeah. There, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of Legionnaires you
0: could use pretty much whoever you wanted. Mm-hmm. We get a
2: shot, and it's, like, not even half of them.
0: No, and it definitely felt like, uh, which ones didn't we get to in the show? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But, you know, every time this comes up, we're like, are you going to make this interesting this time? And they've had three chances now, and uh, the answer is no. Yeah. Starboy was okay. Sorry? Starboy was okay.
2: Oh, yeah. I liked him okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had the big heroic sacrifice at the end, which was
0: kind of cool. Yeah. And I liked his connection to Green Lantern. That was good. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Limelight is a terrible name. Don't call yourself Limelight in the future.
0: Oh, God. So, okay. The way they wrote uh, Starboy is he uh, was schizophrenic or some such. Yeah. And uh, talking a bunch of what sounded like nonsense. But when you had the context, it sounded okay. But Mm -hmm. the way they wrote that dialogue really worked for me. It sounded convincingly insane
2: mm.
0: not like generic tv insane do you understand what i mean yeah i absolutely do honestly it struck me a bit as some stuff you would write for it for a crazy character <laughs> fair like it just had the the sort of rhythm of like this is garbled nonsense but there is some logic yeah, he's to it he's somewhere. not
2: just it, it's not just looking around the apartment and seeing what uh things right. he could talk about
0: no he's from a future where things are real weird to us in the present. Mm. And so that sounds strange just in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he can't get the exact brain meds that he takes in the future because they don't exist yet. Yeah. So I like that. And he ends up kind of liking it at Arkham. He kind of forgets yeah, that was why he's here. And yeah, it's like, I don't know. Uh, Thursday's bingo night, and they give us pudding, and we watch mm-hmm. TV. And uh, I'm I'm great friends with this guy Two Face. So you
2: know, it, look, Arkham's been awesome since they updated it to not be a scary castle anymore.
0: Yeah, it looks like a like a like a sterile government like uh, institution, but that's mm-hmm. okay.
2: Yeah, it's it's an this, asylum.
0: This, what do you want?
2: This place looks like it might actually be trying to make people better, Maybe. instead of keeping them in glass cases for Batman to yell at.
0: Uh huh. Um, getting back to the cameos from the, the various, uh, villains. So there's, uh, some commotion when Starboy realizes he has to leave mm-hmm. and, um, th- things sort of, uh, escalate and, and guys come out of their cells and you get Harley realizing that she's free, grabbing a guard's billy club and just wailing on him. <laughs> and the way they animate her glee, like she's having I'm such out. a good time. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's. Thirty seconds at most, mm-hmm. but it's such a good Harley. Like I'm free, yeah, I get to beat people up. Oh, this is so much fun. <laughs> I've been meaning to do
2: this for like a year.
0: Mm-hmm. It's very good. Uh, and you get Ivy. Yeah. Uh, well, we mentioned Two Face. I don't. I don't remember seeing any of the other sort of. I things. think that
2: was it. They're they're bringing in a guy who I had to look up. Is apparently Bloodsport, a character I know literally nothing about.
0: Ah, that's one of those guys I always confuse with Deadshot and... Yeah, yeah. Like, ...death, whatever, and... Yeah.
2: The army of, uh,
0: word-word guys. hmm Uh, yeah, there was... The early parts of this had a lot of regular-ass people with guns. hmm And I was like, is this... Like, this superhero universe has existed for a long time. Guys with guns shouldn't be a thing anymore. Either you're a supervillain or you just shut up.
2: Yeah. Like, if you're a guy with, like, a big gun and, like, a helmet or whatever, and you're, like, Mm -hmm. I'm the best assassin ever, Batman is whooping your ass constantly.
0: Yeah. Also, I was never clear. So, the first time we see uh, Jessica Cruz, uh, Green Lantern, Mm -hmm. she's um, in this horrible situation where she's uh, camping with two friends, and they stumble on a murder, and then that guy murders her friends, and she gets away. And then she wakes Mm -hmm. up, and I could not figure out if that was a traumatic memory that made her the way she is or an anxiety dream that reflects her anxiety.
2: Yeah, I was wondering about that, too, because it just it never really comes up again.
0: Yeah, like either way is fine. But yeah, I'm curious. Did that actually happen to her or is she just imagining it because she's, you know, got horrible anxiety either way?
2: Yeah, I, I do not know. Like, it feels like it would at least come up later in the in the movie when. She goes back to the woods to meet, like,
0: mm-hmm. with
2: criminals, you know? Yep. It's like, oh, I got bad memories of the woods, or I had a bad dream about the woods. Either, either one. It's your pick.
0: Yep. Um. So, in the future, the uh, Green Lantern Corps don't exist anymore. No. And I'm not clear if we're in a fucking predestination, whatever, or if the timeline splintered. Like, is that still true?
2: Yeah. I... I... I I don't know,
0: and I don't. I don't care that much, but you know, just curious in the in the logic of the story. Like, did they? Because I don't think she was meant to live, and she did. Yeah. So I think that sort of changed things.
2: Well, that's the thing. They dropped a big rock on her, and then she's like, "I guess it's time to be good at my powers."
0: Well, I mean, I I liked. Uh, like, well, let's get into the bad part of your good thing.
2: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I I love the idea of having a Green Lantern with anxiety and depression. Like, mm-hmm. that's a brilliant idea. Having mm-hmm. a character who's like, you become a Green Lantern because the rings like you have the ability to overcome great fear. Like, yep. that's a brilliant idea.
0: That's what you do every day with that. Yeah, I love that. But like, you they don't need tremendous willpower to get out of bed and go to work, and people don't even realize that. Yeah,
2: and then also you have to fight like I don't know Sinestro or Evil Star or something. Yep. Yep. Like, that's a great concept, and, like, after this, I might look up and see what, like, her comics are. If yeah, are I'm
0: curious games. if they invented her for this, or if she's, like, a thing.
2: She is a, She is a comic character. She's been around oh, for, I don't know, like, five years or something.
0: Oh, probably around the time this dropped, then.
2: Yeah, that checks out. Okay. Um, but, but it feels like they didn't really do any, like, the back half of this movie just sort of turns into everybody beats the shit out of each other again.
0: Yeah, it was like every uh, direct-to-DVD movie we did, mm-hmm. where uh, the third act is just endless fight scenes. But I I don't disagree with you, but I think th- that his uh, sort of uh, issues and her issues kind of dovetailed because they, they really connected. And mm-hmm. also, I love that they didn't fall in love. They were just like, yes. no, you're like me. And maybe they were falling in love, but nothing ever came of it, and that's good. Mm. I the, the bit
2: when they're at the diner after the first uh, fight and mm-hmm. she's like doing all of her like, oh, this is like the, this is like how I deal with my mental my mental illness mm-hmm. uh, issues. You know, let's see if they help with you. Like, I love that bit. I would have loved to have seen
0: more of that, you know? And she's the only one of the group who manages to connect with him because yeah. she, she humors him in the places where you where you should. Mm-hmm. and sort of uh, insists on, uh, no, you, you got to give me a straighter answer than that. When, when she knows, you know, like she can read the room a little better.
2: Yeah. Which is good. Um, the, the bit where they go, like the bit where they go into his mind, I, he's not around for a lot of it. Like it's just showing memories that he's not mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And I really would have liked it more if he had just been there. Like, I remember this. This is like, I'm finally seeing how this works out. The You know?
0: I think what they were going like, they didn't want to overcomplicate it because there was a lot of exposition they had to put in there.
2: I mean, it is already very overcomplicated.
0: Yeah, and if you're dealing with his, you know, character take on it, while also giving us the information we need, mm-hmm. that that might have been too many things.
2: It could be. Yeah, this movie had a lot of uh, this is too many things in it.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it it didn't. But I, we'll get into that in a minute. I still want to talk about this though. Um, yeah, because I feel like they're basically he looked at her and said, wow, you did it. You like you, you were dealing with this bullshit too, but you managed. And Mm -hmm. now it's time for me to do that. And I, I like that. Like, and to be clear, I don't necessarily believe that if you are mentally ill, the thing you have to do is just, you know, man up, so to speak. And and, I mean, you know, do it. That appears to be what her therapist thinks. So, but, in drama, in, in stories, that's how it works. You have to overcome adversity and, and be a hero. But th- That's not how actual real-life mental illness works, but this is a comic book universe, so that's okay, I think. Yes. I just, I don't know. I liked him say because the whole time he's saying, I'm a superhero, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah naked guy, sure you are. Uh-huh. And now he's like, no, Superman couldn't stop the sun from exploding, but I can. I'm a superhero. And it's like, that's pretty cool.
2: I, I love the bit where uh, where Superman flies off to save the sun and Starboy's like I have to do it I'm like you mm-hmm. can't and he's like no Star and he points at him, or he points yep. at the sun and goes
0: boy and he points at himself mm-hmm. I'm like I like the delivery on this yeah no he was good yeah I liked the character I liked the performance the design was good although to me he looked like uh, Captain Universe from Marvel but whatever mm-hmm.
2: I, I I have a fondness for anyone who is just stars. You know yeah. like yeah. there's a couple of different characters who are just black with like stars on them and I always think that's a cool look.
0: Yeah, it's all right. Um the character design in this was pretty good overall, but it always was. Mhm. Like it felt like it it really did feel like it fit with the with the JLU thing.
2: What did what you think of uh Jessica's eye lantern? I, I legit didn't... spent a lot of time thinking about this and I could not decide if I thought it was cool or not.
0: I didn't particularly like the look of it but if it had a practical reason i would have liked it and i didn't understand what it was meant to be
2: it's a neat concept and it's a neat idea for like because i always like how these how the different lanterns sort of differ themselves from each other
0: yeah that is good it's just it looked like a monocle to me
2: it really did look like a monocle
0: it's like i'm the green lantern that's mr peanut (laughs) okay In Brightest Day and Blackest Uh D-Nut. (laughs) Uh-huh. You know the rest. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, look, fantastic performance, as I said. Diane Mm Guerrero, so good. Even she couldn't sell that dumb oath. It still just sounds dumb out loud to me, no matter who's saying it. I gotta Um, say my little poem. Also, uh, just like the Legion, once again, Oa, not very cool. No. Like, they had another chance. They had another shot at this. And it's still just, well, most everyone's away. You don't even yeah, see we're, the Guardians. Yeah, sorry,
2: we're all real busy
0: with fighting Sinestro or Evil Star. <laughs> and uh, we just put all our criminals in a drawer that we call the science jail. Well, we sure do. Like, that really has the ring of something that was named in 1963, and everyone's like, no, we have to call it that.
2: hmm mm. Quick, put them in the science jail. Mm-hmm. How, how is that different from a regular jail? Sci- science. Mm-hmm. Ah. Science jail.
0: Yep. It's, uh, you know, and it's it's every Green Lantern story we covered when we were doing these movies. Like, oh, no, all the Guardians are... Like, you You set up this galactic police force. You set up this incredible support system so that mm-hmm. no Green Lantern's really alone. <clears throat> but then because you have to raise the stakes, you just kill them all off or send them all away. It's like... what. Are there any of these stories where the other GLs show up to back them up like they're supposed to?
2: Yeah, right? Like,
0: they're supposed to be a big team. It, and it, it always just being ends up being down to one guy every time.
2: Yeah, well, it's so like at the point there's the point in the movie where she's they're like, you got to take us to Ola. And I was like, good. That place is swarming with cops like mm-hmm. fucking that ought to solve your problem right quick.
0: No, and she even does a little uh, trick where she's, uh, no, Kilowog, uh, condition green. And I rolled my eyes like, really? Everything's okay? Is condition green? That's stupid. But Mm -hmm. no, actually, it means, uh, no, I'm in trouble. Please come help.
2: I actually love that a lot just because, like, if you're being led there under duress and you're, like, condition green, people are going to be, like, whoever's kidnapped you or whatever is definitely going to be like, yeah, that sounds fine.
0: Yeah. that's when you. These guys love green. That's a thumbs up. Mm Mm-hmm. Nope a uh, thumbs down baby mhm uh, let's see so my bad thing these villains are nothing
2: yeah they really aren't mm, anything designs. at all
0: good designs except they all looked like other guys we'd seen already yeah and robot the- two-face is in this uh, and so's regular two-face i thought but also i just thought he was metallo oh yeah regardless we got guys split right down the middle like it's it's been done we got brains in jars we got Mm -hmm. like they're okay you don't have a floating eye but also if you ask a six-year-old to to draw a cool sci-fi thing about 50 percent chance they're gonna draw floating eye because it's real easy to draw Mm
1: -hmm.
0: floating eye Uh uh-huh and like it's it's fine i guess but like they're just generic. We're going to go back in time, and we're mm-hmm. going to blow up the sun. And <clears throat> we'll like...
2: blow up the ocean.
0: Mm-hmm. And they've all got these gravelly voices. And mm-hmm. just, uh, shut up. <laughs> it's just... We've
2: got to save Eye uh, Empress and Brain Pig. Guy. Brain Guy. Brain Guy.
0: Oh, wait. I guess it's Observer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Please. It's Observer. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, and as you correctly called out in your summary, what the fuck? You can't you can't uh, imprison your guys, so you just uh, send them to the past to deal with.
2: Yeah, let's make this the past's problem. Guys, if, the if, past already has
0: enough problems going on. It doesn't need you to hide your dudes there. If, if there's one thing I know in sort of science fiction universes, it's that technology continues to improve mm-hmm. to the point where if you send something a thousand years back in time, it'll be like fucking caveman times, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, there's no way she can escape from a prim- from a primitive uh, jail from a thousand years ago. What?
0: Nothing has like nothing better has been invented since then, and in fact, you don't have the thing they invented anymore. Even. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: It's like just it's between stashing guys in the past and constantly grabbing the Justice League from the past. It's like, what do you guys do around here exactly?
0: The only time I would say sending your problems to the past worked was when Kronos sent uh Chucko to the moment when the uh the the uh, meteor killed the dinosaurs. Yep, that's always a good one. That's a good way to get rid of your problems in the past, but that is yep. th- that like Chucko is an outlier and should not be counted. <laughs> <laughs> Chucko's Gorge. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, the, the, just the, the villains just didn't do anything for me. And yeah. the stakes were nothing. They're not going to blow up the sun. We know that. Yeah. But that's. Like, oh, go ahead. Like, well, it's just it's such a big
2: like it's such a big threat that like like you said, there's no way in, in hell that they're that they're actually good. It's actually a problem. You know no, what,
0: what you do is you take like, OK, assuming this is all in continuity, we have seen the Justice League of the future and there's some notable absences. Wonder Woman's not there for one thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe Wonder Woman's dead. So you bring some guys back in time to threaten to kill her and you're like, shit, maybe she is dead. We don't know that she lives. Yeah. Just off the top of my head. Yeah. Or you threaten the new character you introduced, uh, uh, Green Jessica, Mm -hmm. which is better than Limelight for fuck's sake. It sure is. You know what I thought every time they said limelight. There is mm. a movie that came out in I think the '50s uh, with uh, Charlie Chaplin. Uh, he's he's older and obviously he's talking now because movies talked by that point. Sure. Uh, and uh, Buster Keaton together. Mm-hmm. And it is a wonderful movie. It is so sad. It is basically performers getting old and becoming irrelevant. The movie, and it's oh boy, it's oh I love it. But yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds real good. It sound, it's It's called Limelight, and every time I'm like, the movie Limelight with, with <laughs> Chaplin and Keaton? What? No, it's because limes are green, and she makes light. Yeah. Okay. It's bad. It's not good. See, every time I heard it, I just heard, lime did by the light. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wrapped up like a douche, another runner in the night.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is how that song goes. Yeah, I know. Everybody knows about the Lime Douche. That's not new. <laughs> Matt, you don't have to come on this show and tell me about the Lime Douche. I've been around. Like, if you want to sing it, that's fine. But mm-hmm. uh, it's not new information to me, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yes, we've all heard the chant. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Um. Hmm. Uh, th- this definitely wasn't like a... We-, we got a nice final kids' love... The Justice League thing here.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this uh, there is so much uh, big kid cursing in this epi- in this movie, mm-hmm. and that's like an, uh, like all of these DC movies. Like we've seen this over and over again. All of them put on their big boy pants so that they can have cursing. Uh-huh. But like this one, especially just because it's so jlu really
0: all of it really stands out. It's interesting to me because we constantly were at odds over cursing in Star Trek, which I mm-hmm. felt exactly the same way about. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, you know? Because that's an established style that they've decided we can do something different now. Like, what's, what's the difference? I, I don't
2: know. It's just. Okay. And it's not e- like they don't have like Superman going like, what the fuck? Because that would actually no. upset me.
0: No, new Green Lantern goes ah oh, shit or something like yeah.
2: that. like you know, okay, I was like, all right, fine. fine, you're a uh, you're a uh, uh, millennial slash Gen Z or slash whatever your deal is. Like yeah. we curse constantly. I get it, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. It's just uh, the whole episode just really feels like uh, we're this. We get, we're comics aren't
0: for kids anymore, baby. Uh, Ass, okay. poo. <laughs> Ass poo. Ass poo. I mean, the fact that you made episodes w- involving the death penalty and, you know, uh, very complicated, like, uh, personal dynamics mm-hmm. and like, like those ways, they are not for kids. You don't also have to, you know, use colorful metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I actually did like the axe that that stopped Superman, because what they said was it had been sharpened with like an electron. What Like it was sharpened to like the width of a molecule. Yeah. To the point where it's the sharpest thing in the world and it could make soup. You know, well, there's an answer for fucking Zack Snyder Batman. He can bleed. Look at that.
2: Yeah, apparently. Good for him. There, there, there's a bit later in the movie where, like, uh, Green Jessica's uh, ring gets just cut in half. I'm like, that fucking ruled.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, and that's cool just, as shit. And then she just wills it back together again. Mm-hmm. That was less Which exciting, was, but, you know, no, whatever. I, I don't know. I liked that. It was a good symbol of, like, yeah, the the ring isn't the point. The ring mm-hmm. is how to focus the power, but I still have the power. Yeah, like He-Man. Y- yes, much like <laughs> He-Man, only much better animated. <laughs> I mean, significantly, yes. Mhm. Although they don't walk up to the camera and and uh punch directly into the screen like uh like He-Man did during the credits. So
2: No, and maybe they should, just a little.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe just a little. Really makes uh, you feel like you're in the action. Like He-Man's punching you in the face. Yeah. It's true. If you've been punched by in the face by He-Man, <laughs> you may be entitled to a class action settlement. If you've been punched by He-Man and also would like to kill Robin, call this number. Mm, shit. Alright. I mean I'm gonna yell yelled up by my dad again, but it's alright. Eh, worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see what else. Oh, uh, so in uh Starboys like um uh memory palace or whatever. No, mm-hmm. it's his actual memories. Um they see like a uh, a memorial or whatever to the to the Justice League and they mm-hmm. all have like gold statues and I'm like, "Fucking Green Arrow got a statue? Really?" He sure did. Also, then there's a side room for the for the Green Lanterns and Hal is there? Like yep. Wait, wait a minute. No. Hang on. There's no Hal in this. They did a whole like side reality thing where he existed, but he's, yeah. he's not a thing. I guess he shows up later or something. I don't know. Possibly. I don't know.
2: That's Isn't fine. I seeing uh, a guy in uh, 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 the animated series uh No, guy design. never showed up.
0: No, but, but he, that his statue cool.
2: is there. Yeah. And I'm always happy to see that guy.
0: Yes, that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Uh, a lot of action uh, sequences that I got really bored with. Oh, at one point, one of the villains refers to the Green Lantern Corps as the Green Fascist Corps, and like... Yeah, that's pretty fucking great. It's it's not good wordplay, but she still got their number. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Nailed it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh. Sorry, just looking over my notes. Uh, They worked a Wilhelm scream in. That's something. Oh, so the Javelin still looks shitty in CG, and it's like mm-hmm. 13 years later, like, come on, guys. I
2: guess what? these just can't look good. Like, it's just impossible for them to look not like garbage. Oh, i,
0: I that's certainly possible. Or they said, uh, you know, it's not going to look like our show if this doesn't look like yeah. it was rendered like in the year 2001 and never updated. So we need to just like to match the look. We need to make this look real stupid. <laughs>
2: Guys, we have two options here. We can either finally
0: make the javelin look good or we can keep making it look terrible. Terrible? Guys, all terrible? All right, cool. Well, there's definitely certain things you expect when you're coming back to something. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that's that's not right. It's like when people got mad that they fixed the effects in Star Wars. Like, you can't do that. It's supposed to look bad, I guess. Yeah. That's what Star Wars looks like. Sure. Oh, uh, something I did notice. Uh, mm. Wonder Woman had a sword and used it a lot. And Yep. Typically, I find swordplay a little dull, but it's a it's a pretty big part of her character in the comics that I've read, by which mm-hmm. I mean New Frontier. <laughs> um, sure. But, you know, it really fits the Amazon thing. And she she had one, I think, on Themyscira, and that was it in the show. And it yeah. was cool seeing it as part of her main, like, they don't just have her reflecting things with her bracelets and punching. Like, she's got mm-hmm. a weapon, and it's yeah. good. I like it. i I it might have been because when Hawkgirl was there, it's like okay, sword and mace is overkill.
2: Yeah, that's that's too many like uh, medieval yeah. weapons, right? But but if Hawkgirl's uh, visiting Thanagar, you can definitely have a sword.
0: Yeah, you can you can step up and be the the edge weapon guy now. Yeah, I it just it looked great. Like yeah. the sight of Wonder Woman holding a sword is always one that delights me. And, yeah, that's always a cool look. And they're trying to get uh, Jessica. Like out of bed and and to to help out, and she's like, I just I just don't want to. And then Wonder Woman comes at her with the sword and sort of forces her to mm-hmm. to power up. And it's like, oh, all right,
2: that's pretty. All cool. Right.
0: And then in the other fights, like she's she's using the thing, and it's I liked it. Oh, so I here's a question you might mm-hmm. know, and obviously this depends on the writer. Sure. But as Superman was trying to stop the thing, and he was flying real close to the sun, and it occurred to me. Do his powers get more? Like, do they increase as he gets closer to the sun?
2: They should. Like, that's uh, that's the entire basis of uh, All Star Superman is that he goes into the sun and he gets overcharged.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I was good. I like even I must have known that because in the back of my head I was like, that feels like something Morrison would have done. Well, oh yeah, and (laughs) indeed they did. Excuse me,
2: and did indeed they did.
0: Yep. But uh, yeah, I just thought, okay, yeah, he can't catch it at his current power levels. But as mm. he gets closer to the sun, he'll get faster and stronger and all that. You know?
2: Yeah. And if he has to fly around in there, he's going to uh, overheat and explode in a year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Superman. The sun is exploding again. <laughs> <laughs> also, the sun's always exploding. At the very end, they're, they're doing a little thing over the grave of uh, Starboy, and someone quotes Martin Luther King with Mr. Terrific standing right there. hmm Please, please don't do that. Yeah. Guys, don't, yeah. please. Don't, don't, don't tell black people what MLK said. I, I, you know, that's yeah. just a bad look. It's just Come on. a bad look. All right. You got anything else?
2: I think that's it.
0: Okay. Well, it, it was wasn't, fine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I enjoyed it more than a lot of the final season of JLU. It wasn't yeah. amazing, but it was, it was pretty good. And they managed, with all the things going on, they managed to give the core three some stuff to do. Mm-hmm. They managed to, give the new character something like they they serviced a lot of the cast which is good which these movies often don't do
2: well yeah and for something that like i said felt crowded like you know it's yeah. nice to see everybody get something get their their moment yeah
0: exactly and i see why okay we can't do this the whole seven we got to have like flash and, and hawk girl and you know these guys like off to the side because otherwise it's just way too many things well flash was
2: bugging me in portland so that but Flash is very fast.
0: Flash could have mm-hmm. done that in three seconds and then returned to you know, whatever.
2: <laughs> he might be fast. The lawsuit is slow.
0: Oh, okay. Did you win? I'm
2: getting that cosmic treadmill.
0: Oh, you still it's still in litigation? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll anyways. let you know. Slow. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how that uh, treadmill works. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, this time I, I'm definitely going to get in shape. Yeah.
0: You're not just going to hang your clothes on it for sure.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Cough, cough.
0: Mm-hmm. As I look directly out the window of my uh, booth at the treadmill I have down here with some clothes hanging on it.
2: I uh, We had to take my uh, stationary bike to my in-laws uh, gar- or, uh, garage because it kept mocking me. <laughs>
0: Oh, I just thought because you, you couldn't fit it in your apartment, which is the, the size of a like a, a matchbox.
2: Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, uh, Jessica Cruz living in Portland. She has a real nice uh, uh, walk up single room apartment. And I don't know what uh, uh, the Green Lantern Corps pays, but no. uh, she could not afford that.
0: What does she do? Like, because they usually make people have other jobs, too, because the Guardians are just real shitty.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe she's on I, disability. I guarantee they're things. not
2: like we're not paying you in Earth money. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> Maybe she's on disability.
2: Yeah, could be.
0: Yeah. Hope so. I mean, you know, like we, uh, as far as the West Coast goes, we're a little better at taking care of people than other places. Mm-hmm. But not, you know, look, America's still a, a hellscape. But uh, yeah, just slightly less hellish there. That's all. <sighs> all right. Uh, anything else? Uh, I think that's it then I suppose that's all from us in terms of reviewing things. We have yeah. one final show next week, and that is a mail show. And please, please write to us. Please send us some mail. Yeah. kids love Batman podcast at Gmail. Uh, mm-hmm. Please, if you have a, a thought or something you want to say, do it right now because if you wait, that's it. I'm yeah. like, once the show's over, I'm shutting down that email address. We won't see it. Yeah. Because I have too many. If I just leave it open, then, you know... <laughs> I'll just be getting mail for the rest of my life, and most of it's going to be spam, and it'll stress mm. me out. And it's just easier, okay? So just just, just yeah. send us some mail, uh, and then after that, we're resuming the post atomic horror. Yeah. So Pause back us over there. Yeah. Uh, and if you are not a patron already, I don't know why I said patron. I am patron. Yes. Uh, patron Algarwatt. Um <laughs> uh You can get access to everything we reviewed, which is like. I don't know 20 of those direct to video movies and then a yeah, bunch something of like that Brave before we Bold. went crazy and had to stop. Yeah. Um, that's all still going to be up and then we're going to start reviewing lower decks for, uh, mm-hmm. post atomic horror. So you will get lots of content and, um, I'm still kind of scraping by financially. So a little bit of, yeah, please, of
2: uh, couldn't hurt.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, just a, just a quick, personal note, uh, pursuing, like, I know I said this a year ago, but then I mm. kind of didn't do it. I'm, d- I am to actually do actively pursuing, uh, voice roles now. And I'm, uh, I've got, uh, six audiobook credits to my name and, uh, more Hell hopefully yeah. on the way. So like, I'm, I'm making a go of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I'm not quite on my feet yet. So if you want to, if you want to help me out, that'd be yeah. great.
2: If you want right. to tell Al you're proud of him, uh, I do so, but also give him some
0: money. I mean, you could do that if you want. I wouldn't mind hearing that, but mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm proud I'm not of you. Trying to like, thank you. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, troll for that either. <laughs> all right, uh, that's all for this time. We will be back one final time next week. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.